to the Your Riding Success Podcast. My name is Natasha Altoff and I'm a Grand Prix dressage rider from Australia, author of three books and a leading online trainer of riders all around the world wanting to take their riding to the next level. I'm also a chocoholic, mother of two amazing children and obsessed with helping riders be all they can be. Each week, I'm going to be bringing you stories of inspiration, ideas and strategies of how to make real progress in your riding and give you actionable advice on overcoming riding fear and anxiety so you can take your riding to the next level and be the rider you dream to be. So let's get into today's episode. Hey, riding superstars. Today, we are going to talk about the top tips for getting started in dressage. So I saw this topic and straight away I thought, oh, tip number one don't. I didn't say that. (laughs) But firstly, I think you really want to think about for what purpose do you want to be involved in dressage? What do you think dressage will give you? What do you think dressage will bring you? What are your goals for your dressage career? Uh, Very much in coaching, my very first life coaching course that I went to, the first thing they drummed into us was when you start coaching someone, you don't start coaching them from where they're at. You have to always start with the end in mind. So you have to get complete crystal clear clarity on what is the outcome? What are we looking to achieve? What is the goal? And that was pressed into me over 10 years ago. And it's something I still do in every area of my life. Um, It's in my health and fitness. It's in my writing. It's in my business. It's in my wealth. It's in my relationships. It's everywhere. What, what do I really, really want from this? What is, what is the goal I'm looking to achieve? So for someone looking to get started into dressage, I know for me, it, it was a, it was a very like, weird goal but I just wanted to wear the top hat and tails and the top hat has gone away now Um, but the tails is still a very very big thing and then when I saw the horse trotting on the spot I called it I never call it PF like for me it was I knew nothing about dressage I turned on the tv and the Barcelona Olympics were on in 1992 and I saw horses trotting on the spot. I saw them skipping, which was their one-time tempies. And I saw this elegant, tall, long rider sitting there doing nothing. And this horse, this very pretty, grandiose horse um, performing underneath her. And for some reason, I thought that was really cool. I don't know why I thought it was cool, but I did. And so I decided I was going to become a dressage rider. Um, so your goal doesn't have to be anything more than that. You, you think it's pretty. I remember the first time I spoke to, um, some friends of mine who had been involved in Frisians for a long time. And I said, why are you in Frisians? And, um, he just looked at me and he said, are you kidding? Cause they're pretty. <laughs> and I was like, high five. Yet, <laughs> so um, I, I find being in horses doesn't normally make much logical sense. We use words like because it's pretty, because it's fun, because it makes us feel free, because it makes us feel love, because it makes us happy. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think rock on. And I think if you're looking to get to get into dressage and looking thinking about becoming a dressage rider, and that's your goal, because you want to have fun and because you think that looks fun, keep that fun in it. (sighs) I don't, I never worry too much about 
what I say, how it sounds and how to make sure that I'm politically correct because I'm, I always assume everyone understands I'm doing my best. Um, and of course I can be misconstrued and of course I can, um, communicate in a way that might lead to a misunderstanding or in a, in a, into, in a, and into a misunderstanding and I have good faith that people will always give me the benefit of the doubt and people will know I'm I have good intentions um I know that's how I come into every conversation I assume good intentions and I wish the world assumed good intentions so with that disclaimer I where was I I was talking about fun and I do feel the more serious you get into dressage and the more Europe you bring into your quest to being to achieving your goals in dressage I've what I struggle with personally is keeping the fun and I think that's true for any person that wants to be at the very top of their game um to be a top Olympian uh normally does mean discipline, hard work, perfectionism, nothing's ever good enough, train harder, train better, train smarter, um, do more, do better, um, try harder, um, put more into it, put all you have into it. And I, I agree with that in, in a certain extent and it certainly works for athletes that have a career, like an age around their career, um, where it means, you know, you're going to do this. Like I think of Michael Phelps and he gave up so, so much. He really did give up a lot of his childhood and a lot of like a lot of his weekends and a lot of his, of his life in pursuit of something remarkable that he achieved. Uh, but it had a finite ending. He wasn't still going to be Michael Phelps, the gold medalist swimmer when he was 50 and 60 and 70 and 80. So I think that's really important to look at. You know, it's very easy to put your life on hold and commit 100% to something if that's only for a finite time. But for something that's infinite, I believe in riding. Like we can definitely plan to ride at an Olympics at 60, 70 or 80. We need to think about what do we really want from it. And it used to be for a long, long time for me, I wanted a gold medal at the Olympics. My dressage goal was a gold medal at the Olympics. And that's changed to a gold medal at the Olympics if I can do it in my way and if I can't, I'm okay with that. We interrupt this episode with an important announcement. If you would like to claim a free copy of my Goal Setting for Success ebook, email support at yourwritingsuccess.com and we will send you a copy as my gift to you because to get a gold medal, I might need to compromise my values. I might need to compromise uh, what I believe to be vitally important to me, which is my family, my fun, my excitement, my, um, my irreverence. I have a lot of things that are vitally important into the way I experience life. And I've, I have to always make sure that I get to keep those things while I pursue a 70%, an 80%, a 90% in dressage. So I'm just talking about my experience, but I also know when I when I coach riders and I look at other riders, they have the goal of to be a dressage rider. But when you really ask them, they want fun, they want freedom, they want lightness, they want joy. And if you can get 
a grand, if you can be a Grand Prix rider or an Olympic gold medalist or whatever it is as your dressage goal, if you can have that in absence of joy, playfulness, fun, excitement, um, it might, that might mean nothing to you. You might go, great, I don't need any of those things and I've got success as a rider. Rock on. You are living the life you want to live and that's absolutely amazing and I really, really commend you. But I know for me and I think for some other riders – the fun and the playfulness and the irreverence and the joy is vitally important. For me, that's why I do it. I'm in horses because I love them. I love the way it feels to be on their back. And I love the experience of dressage. I love the feeling of collection. I love the feeling of when the horse is really through and carrying. I love the feeling of a pirouette or a or a line of 15 one-time tempies when you start them and you go, oh, this feels good, I've got them. I'm like 15 ones are easy. I've got this or a PF. Um, I live for that. I love that. And I love, I love the joy of doing, I'll just be totally honest. Like I love the joy of doing PF or doing a pirouette for the joy of doing the PF or the pirouette. I don't so much find the joy of doing the perfect pirouette or the perfect PF, which is why I get the results I get, which is why I, struggle to to get to the next echelon of performance um but like I said I'm very very clear on my outcome of I'm in dressage to have fun and to play and to have joy and be as successful as I can be while doing that what is your goal what do you what do you want from your dressage career and then for tips to getting into it find a coach that believes in you that understands your goal and supports you in the pursuit of that and then find a coach that understands communication, that understands learning styles and understands what you need in order to understand the thing that we call dressage. Because dressage can be very simple or can be very complicated. And your experience of learning dressage is going to be determined by your coach. If your coach explains dressage in a way that you do not understand then you will not understand dressage and you're going to feel frustration and confusion and, and all those other emotions. If you have a coach that understands how you need to learn dressage and gives it to you in a way that you can understand, you're going to have a lot more joy. So that is my ramble for this week. I trust you enjoyed. I'd love to know your thoughts. Always feel free to email us at natasha at yourwritingsuccess.com with any feedback you have. And always remember to leave a review because I'd love to know um, how this podcast has helped and uh, what you got from it. If you loved today's episode, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode and make sure you go to www.yourwritingsuccess.com to check out a whole lot of free resources that I have there for you. Everything to do with your writing, dressage, overcoming fear, more goal setting resources, lots of cool free stuff on that website for you.